Today we're reading 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God in Corinth, together with all the saints throughout Achaia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which accomplishes in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we experience. And our hope for you is sure, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also will you share in our comfort. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the hardships we endured in the province of Asia. We were under a burden far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, we felt we were under the sentence of death, in order that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God, who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. In him we have placed our hope that he will yet again deliver us, as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the favor shown us in answer to their prayers. And this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world, and especially in relation to you, in the holiness and sincerity that are from God, not in worldly wisdom, but in the grace of God. For we do not write you anything that is beyond your ability to read and understand, and I hope that you will understand us completely, as you have already understood us in part, so that you may boast of us, just as we will boast of you in the day of our Lord Jesus. Confident of this, I plan to visit you first, so that you might receive a double blessing. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia, and to return to you from Macedonia, and then to have you help me on my way to Judea. When I planned this, did I do it carelessly? Or do I make my plans by human standards, so as to say yes, yes, when I really mean no, no? But as surely as God is faithful... Our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was proclaimed among you by me and Silvanus and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. For all the promises of God are yes in Christ. And so through him, our amen is spoken to the glory of God. Now it is God who establishes both us and you in Christ. He anointed us, placed his seal on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a pledge of what is to come. I call God as my witness, that it was in order to spare you that I did not return to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we are fellow workers with you for your joy, because it is by faith that you stand firm. This is God's word. In 2 Corinthians 1, Paul began, after his usual opening in verses 1 and 2, to praise God for the comfort he gave to Paul during his times of trouble in verses 3 through 11. We saw that. Paul then wrote at some length about trouble in general in verses 4 through 7, and then specified that he had faced some very difficult problems in Asia, the modern-day area we know as Turkey, in verses 8 through 10. Paul's conclusion was that God had delivered him and his co-workers and would do so again, according to verse 10. 
Verse 10 concluded with Paul's faith that God would continue delivering them from trouble. But then he added, verse 11, as you help us by your prayers. That phrase reminded the Corinthians and reminds us of the importance of intercession, praying for God's work on behalf of others. It is so easy to focus so much on our own needs, troubles, desires, fears, pain, illness, and more, that we pray mostly for ourselves and very little for others. The biblical instructions about prayer, while not denying us the privilege of talking to God about our problems, reminds us again and again to remember others in our prayers, especially those who are serving God in the gospel, even those who are risking their lives so that Christ will be known. Paul described the result of these prayers in verse 11b. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. Why does God answer prayer? According to that verse, in part, it's to give us something to thank him for. Answered prayer is the kindling for our worship. It reminds us of God's real power, his real promises, and it stimulates praise in us and others. But this is only available to us when we pray. If your spiritual life is lacking fire, are you praying for others, especially those who are spreading the gospel message? Consider that today. And I hope you have a great one. We'll see you next time.